and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of beauty in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we're at minute nine, which begins with Zach responding to Taylor's uh, declaration that she'll still go to prom with him by saying, great. (laughs) And it goes through Misty, who is a new character, saying, Mm -hmm. Sav and I, we toured the Prado over break. Uh, So so let's meet our new character. Mm -hmm. Um, So Misty is played by Clea Duvall. Um, Mm -hmm. I literally copied and pasted my notes from Clea Duvall from Can't Hardly Wait. (laughs) Okay. Check and then wrote Can't Hardly Wait into things that she's also in. (laughs) And here we go. Uh, Her top three was she was Cora Lijak in Argo. Uh, she was Stokely Stokes Mitchell in The Faculty, and she was Graham in But I'm a Cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She was also Jana in Can Hardly Wait, which you can hear us talk about uh, about minute fif- in the 50s, I think, is where we meet her. Is it really uh, that long in? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Well, hold on. Let's see. Jana. Minute, oh, 21. Okay, nope. that minute, sounds... Yes, minute 21. Okay, that sounds more right. Yeah. Uh, she was in four episodes of The Handmaid's Tale as Alexis Bledel's wife. She was in 26 episodes of Veep, three episodes of Broad City, three episodes of Better Call Saul, eight episodes of The Lizzie Borden Chronicles, five episodes of American Horror Story Asylum, seven episodes of Heroes, 24 episodes of Carnival, one episode of Buffy, and one episode of Dangerous Minds, the television show, which was her very first credit. She played Nina in Evolution, which was season one, episode nine. She also directed an episode of Looking for Alaska. And most recently, something that has been added to our IMDb since we did Can Hardly Wait Minute, uh, she is going to be playing Elsa in a show called Housebroken, which sounds, okay. which looks like she is a cartoon because she plays the voice of Elsa. Oh, okay. So uh, trivia about her and the thing that redeems this uh, scene for me in some way uh, is that she took a small role in She's All That to support her friend, Rachel Lee Cook, in her first leading movie role. Aww. Having met on met her on the set of The Defenders, colon, Payback in 1997. That's fun. So the fact that they're friends is the only thing uh, that uh, redeems the next two minutes for me in any way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this... Like, all of the scenes between the two of them would be super fun to do if you were oh, yeah. friends. Oh, but my But if gosh. you just show up on set one day and you're like, hey, you're Clea, right? <laughs> it would yeah. be weird. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a method actress, fuckface. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you think method people say that they're method? Probably, right? Only if they're playing someone that's method. Probably insufferably. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Like I'm vegan. Um, Or like they they let someone else know at the beginning I'm method. So you get to be my spokesperson when someone's like, why is Clea Duvall being such a dick? Oh, she's method. (laughs) And just quick, quick uh, disclaimer. I don't know for a bit. And this end brings to an end the bit where Clea Duvall is, is method. I don't know if she is or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that she is method. And she's probably a delightful person and not a dick. She seems great. Um, I, have, I have to assume that. Yeah. I mean, the types of roles that she takes, I have to assume that she does not take herself seriously. Oh, for sure. 
Um, so they're in art class and uh, Misty is painting something and being complimented by the teacher. She's painting a clown and it reminds me very much of John Wayne Gacy. And then I wrote, but I guess painting plus clowns will do that. So yeah. um, then we see the next uh, the next student as the teacher walks, who it turns out is Savannah or Sav. Mm-hmm. As her nickname is apparently been okayed by her, I guess. Yeah. I hate Sav as a <laughs> as a nickname. I yeah, I it's not my favorite, but it's also not my name, so I don't get to have an opinion. Speaking of things that uh, we don't like, uh, I don't like Claire, Clea Duvall with blonde hair. I, th- this this look, maybe I'm just used to her with brown hair. Yeah, but this look looks so exactly '90s, but maybe even like '96. Like, yeah, it's a weird like. I did this myself kind of bleaching that uh, I I don't love. Yeah, I agree. Can I tell you about the art teacher? Yeah. So the art teacher is played by an actress named Debbie Morgan with an I, D-E-B-B-I. Okay. So her top three, she was Moselle Batiste Delacroix in Eve's Bayou. She was May Thelma in The Hurricane. And I only wrote two things down. And she was in this. (laughs) <laughs> she was in this, but really what should be number three, what should be number one is that she played Dr. Angie Baxter Hubbard on All My Children. She played her from 1982 to 1991, then in an episode in 95, and then from 2008 to 2011. Then All My Children got rebooted, and she played uh, Angie Baxter Hubbard again in the 2013 reboot for the first Damn. 43 episodes. Damn. So she. She played uh, her for a total of 541 episodes over 29 years. Jeez. Yeah. That is so, some commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of role, I love looking at, at like, how, where it started and where it ended. Because, like, it, yeah. she started as, like, she was introduced as, like, this sort of prim and proper rich girl. And I'm like, and then she, like, grew. It's I, That's the thing about soap operas that I, that I like is that it's, like, you know, evil twins falling down a well aside. The like, and then everyone's a year older, and then yep. th- we're forty years older, and all that stuff. Yep. Um, she's also on good uh, episodes of Good Times, What's Happening, The Incredible Hulk, five episodes of General Hospital, two hundred and fourteen episodes of Port Charles, eight episodes of Charmed, fourteen episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful, forty nine episodes of The Young and the Re- Restless. And then she was on two episodes of the Netflix Marvel television show, The Defenders, which I literally just finished watching like two nights ago. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if she's this woman that was on it. And she is. And what's funny is when I watched that those scenes, I thought, boy, this woman is sure like crying very dramatically. It's because she's a soap opera actress. <laughs> and if I had known that she was a soap opera actress, I would have been like, yep. Nailed it. Yeah. Some trivia about her. She was a part of daytime television. Uh, Angie and Jesse on uh, All My Children were part were uh, television's first African-American super couple and okay. arguably the two most popular African-American characters in soap opera history, which Amazing. is very cool. Yeah. And then it goes even further than that, because as of 2009, she's the sole African-American actress to be honored with a daytime Emmy for her work in a daytime drama series. Okay. She won Good it in, in 1989 for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for Angie Baxter Hubbard. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then she, then it says, in a tie with Nancy Lee Gron, who won for her work as feminist attorney Julia Wainwright Capwell on Santa Barbara. I was like, tie? Okay. And then she made daytime his- television history again by becoming the first African-American actress to be nominated for a daytime Emmy in the outstanding lead actress in a drama series category for her work as Dr. Angela mm-hmm. Hubby, Hubbard, Baxter Hubbard on All My Children. She didn't win, but like... She was nominated in that. And that, because of the state of the world and representation and stuff, uh, is history making. (laughs) Yeah. It's also cool to be nominated for the same character in both categories. Very cool. For for sure. I mean, I imagine that probably happens in soap operas more often than it sounds like it should. Right. Because somebody who starts out as like a a one-off character becomes Mm -hmm. a fan favorite and then they stick around for longer. Right. There's a, you know, that movie, uh, um, Judas and the Black Messiah that came out just recently. I have heard of it. I know nothing about it. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's about the Fred Hampton, Jun- uh, Fred Hampton murder that we talked about on, oh, okay. uh, you're crashing, but you're in a wave. It uh, got, you know, it, it's a, it's an Oscar, it's an Oscar movie from the yeah. get go, but, right. uh, the two main actors, um, uh, who played, uh, Fred Hampton, the guy that betrays him that by putting the like mescaline in his drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Both got nominated for supporting actor. Supporting actor. Yeah. Is one of that? How is one of them not the lead? Well, so that was that was what was going around and round and round on Twitter when the when the nominations came out, and I saw someone. I feel like it was one of them. Uh, there was like, who's the lead in the movie? And someone maybe it wasn't. It was someone that that where this would have been a, a great thing. Someone said white supremacy, and I was like, okay. I mean. Good, good answer, I guess. Like, I fa- fair that, enough. Uh, I hope that they did not get nominated. <laughs> right. I didn't. I think they lost this year. Good. In a, in a way. But yeah, in a way. <laughs> They'll probably still in, keep showing up, though. Let's let's hope that, that they become bit players. So I have a note that um, I think Rachel Lee Cook is wearing a wig. Really? It. So later in the movie, she gets like her makeover. Yeah. And her, they cut her hair and it looks like normal hair. But if you look at her when she has like the long beginning of movie hair. Yeah. It the way it sits across her forehead looks like a wig that is perched a little awkwardly and styled to have like a middle part that like it doesn't look like a yeah. normal. Look for it next time because it definitely looks weird to me. I, I wonder, I got, like, real, like, serial killer vibes from her at one point. Yeah, uh, yes. And I think that's because she looks like she was in Psycho. Because yeah. the killer's hair in Psycho is that thing. And spoilers for 60-year-old movie Psycho, that's a wig. So I'm oh, wondering okay. if... Let if, me, I'm going to pull it up right now and show yeah. you. And you tell me if it does, in fact... yeah. For sure. Yeah, like it just... Yeah, I can see that. It's mostly from the front that it looks like a wig. But if you think about, like, it's it's gotta be, though, because her hair, when they... I don't think that she had long hair that they then cut to film all of the later scenes. (laughs) I think they (laughs) put her in a wig. Yeah. For the scenes where she has to have longer, unkempt, not cute hair. 
you only get you only get one Deb shaving her head uh, scene in movie history, and they they did it already. It, so. Yeah, and it was Deb shaving her head. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why they called it that. Uh huh. The teacher comes over to Lainey, uh huh, and we see that Lainey is contemplating the work that we saw her doing during the credits. Mm-hmm. And the teacher says, "You know, this is this is good," and then the teacher and then she says. I read this article about uh, riots in Mogadishu. This represents the pain of that night. And as she says, this represents the pain of that night. If she turned around and killed the teacher, Mm -hmm. not surprising. Yeah. Like she has like this dead eyed (sighs) stare. With a tiny smile. And she says it so kind of deadpan. I read this article about these riots in Mogadishu. This represents the pain of that night. Like, it's just like. Yeah. But not like Daria. No. Like, not not that kind of, like the deadpan of I'm controlling myself from having yeah, the, a. The deadpan of like, I'm a sociopath, not right. the deadpan of I am sarcastic and I right. don't care about this. <laughs> right. Listen, the 90s were a weird time for deadpan. It was just a real mm-hmm. spectrum. Yep. Um <laughs> Yeah. So then the teacher says something which um, I feel like is going to be a theme. Can't can't really tell, but it, it feels very themey. Mm-hmm. The teacher's like, actually, it's funny because the teacher has clearly worked with our kids before. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, yeah, all right, uh, but but Lainey, which which part represents you? And then she touches her with a feather. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrote gentle feather touch. She's like carrying this like long feather around and she just kind of where like a normal person would maybe lay a hand on her shoulder and be like, yeah. but Lanny, which part represents you? This yeah. art teacher just touches her arm with a feather. Yeah, it's like proto-social distancing. Exactly. Then Misty comes over and starts talking to Lainey with her friend mm-hmm. Savannah, mm-hmm. who is played by an actress that I'd like she to tell is. you about. Do you want to tell me about her here or in the next minute? I don't know how much you have for the next minute. I have a lot for the next minute. Okay. Then go ahead and tell me about her here. And I don't have a lot for this actress whose name is... The actress's name is Catherine Town. She plays Savannah. Uh, she was Cynthia in Mulholland Drive. Oh. I think there was a daughter in Mulholland Drive. I think that's who, who she was, maybe. Okay. She was Nadine in Evolution, which I never saw. And she was Caitlin Spencer in What Lies Beneath. Which I have had on when I was in the room, but I was not paying attention to it. Um, I did it see on. it, but I don't remember. Harrison Ford and bathtubs yeah, Harrison, and dead. Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer. There was a yeah. bathtub. There was a jump Catherine Town was in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was also in Girl with Clea Duvall, uh, which is the other movie from 1998, which everyone who wasn't in Can't Hardly Wait and some of the people that were. Were in Girl. Yeah. In girl. Uh, also in German, uh, the, the I found I only could find a German Wikipedia article about her, which was something. Apparently, yeah. girl in Germany was called Cool Girl, which I think would have been a better title than girl and also yeah. more searchable. Mm-hmm. And then she was also in Go, the movie Go. OK. Trivia. And this is pertinent to 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 you a little bit. Do you know who she was married to? No. When she, when people first saw her, when people saw her in this movie, she was currently married to Charlie Hunnam. Oh. Who played Hamlet in uh, Bikes on, Bikes in Denmark, I think was the name of the show. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. <laughs> he he played Jax Teller in Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that as Jack Steller, and I was like, "What?" And then I heard, "Right, no, Jax. Right, no, yeah, right. That makes that makes Jax more sense." Teller. Jax Teller, like J A X. Yeah, ja- Jackson. But yeah, right. he went by Jax. So they met uh, when they were both auditioning for Dawson's Creek. Oh. And they got married after knowing each other for three weeks. Okay. And they got divorced after, uh, uh, in 2002. They got married in 1999 and they got divorced in 2002. Hey, you know what? They made it three years after knowing each other three weeks. Yeah. Seems fine. I saw a tabloid something something that where Charlie Hunnam said that the marriage was not great. I'm but not shocked. Yeah. Catherine Town has been in a bunch of movies with Khalid Duvall, though. They're like, they're like besties, which oh, okay. is kind of cool. So then I wrote the note. I can't tell, parentheses, but I'm sure I will shortly, whether these two are bad or good. Because at this mm-hmm. point, they're like, oh my gosh, this, this painting is, so, this work, this art is so good. Mm-hmm. Like you are, um, whatever. And then the last line of the minute is, Sav and I went to... Um, we toured the Prado. So let me tell you about the Prado real quick. Um, okay. Which is the short name for the Museo Nacional del Prado, which is the main Spanish National Art Museum. And it is in central Madrid. Um, so it's like, you know what? It's, it's like the Louvre. It's the Louvre, mm-hmm. but of Spain. They love it when you say it that way, when mm-hmm. you refer to the Prado as the Louvre of Spain. Yep. <laughs> it is widely considered to have one of the world's finest collections of European art dating from the 12th century to the early 20th century, uh, based on the former Spanish royal collection and the single best collection of Spanish art, which you want your Spanish National Art Museum to have, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, it was founded as a museum of paintings and sculpture in 1819. It also contains important collections of other types of works. Someone should edit that Wikipedia article. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Prado Museum is one of the most visited sites in the world, and it is considered one of the greatest art museums in the world. So Excellent. Yeah. So that's where they went. That's where Sav and Mist um, went over. I assume her nickname is Mist. Mm-hmm. And if, they, <laughs> if it's not, that's a missed opportunity. So that's where they went over the summers. So that's the end of the minute for my notes, personally. He said, moving swiftly on. Uh-huh. It's also the end of the minute for my notes, so why don't you give us some social media, James? Okay, cool. Um, we have social media, and it is this. We have a Twitter handle for this franchise, uh, and it is at J-E underscore Minute Movies. We are also individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And I am at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which has lots and lots of great shows, an ad for one of which I will put in at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But that is going to do it for today's episode. We're going to end up the week tomorrow and find that there continues to be uh, only Eldon Henson appears to be a non-garbage character. I suppose uh, Usher has thus far proven not to be a uh, non-garbage character. So um, far, yes. So far, yes. But... Boy, there's a lot of crappy people in this movie. Anyways, you know, high school. You know, am I right? Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron, one thing that uh, I feel like I was constantly forgetting to do in high school. I'm forgetting it now. It's something I want the listeners to do. Can you think of what it is? You want the listeners uh, not to forget their paint stained overalls. That's right. 
You always forgot your paint-stained overalls. I was always forgetting them. I always wore my clean ones. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast on Natural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh warm pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about. And that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. 